on this week's episode of the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast. On our journey to becoming greater versions of ourselves, we're going to go through contrasting experiences. In other words, things that in the moment I may not want, but the contrast is there so that you and I can develop greater clarity on what is it we want next. Welcome to the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast, bite-sized hacks for busy mamas who want to live their best life. My mission is to not only empower you to fuel your body, but also fuel your mind and your soul. I got you. I'm here to help you burn fat, increase energy, and confidence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fuel for Fat Loss podcast. I'm so excited today to chat about one of my favorite subjects. Actually, I have two favorite subjects. Number one, relationship. And the second one is manifesting. And today I am bringing on a manifestation expert to chat to you guys. This is going to be, I know, this is going to be one of my best episodes ever. So I am bringing on Ben Stangle, who is a mindset and performance coach, speaker, an entrepreneur and host of the Pursuit Podcast, which is ranked in the top 1% of all podcasts worldwide. He has created multiple online personal development programs, runs live seminars and events, and does one-on-one coaching with entrepreneurs and executives to help them build, create, and live a life they love. Mm. I love that. Welcome, Ben. Simone, thanks for having me. You know, with the introduction, I was thinking we've got some great pressure to make this awesome. So <laughs> we do, but I know it's going to be awesome because, I mean, you are so good at what you do, Ben, and it's such Thank an you. honor to not only have you here but also to call you a friend. So absolutely, yeah. Let's let's jump in. I would, I'd love to start because today we're going to talk about manifesting and mm-hmm. what does it mean to manifest? How can mm-hmm. we manifest more of what mm-hmm. we want? We're going to talk about mm-hmm. the law of attraction. We're going to talk about frequencies, the subconscious mind, impact mm-hmm. of beliefs on our life. But I want to start with your story. So how did it all begin? You know, um, I grew up in a family in Northern BC, actually. I don't know if I ever told you that, but I grew up there. We were neighbors. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I was (laughs) in Terrace. Kind of. Like, no, yeah, yeah. BC is big, but... BC, sure. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And um, growing up in a family, the family, uh, both my parents were alcoholics, functional alcoholics, struggled a lot with money, fought a lot with money. And I grew up a very non-confident guy. Uh, and then I started working and I m- determined that I would not end up like my mom and dad. I was determined that I was, you know, they just struggled so much and they fought about money and we never had money. And I was, man, that is not going to be me. And I actually remember getting my very first job. I was 15 years old. I worked at a shell pumping gas as a gas jockey. And I pretty much saved every dollar I made. So here I am, maybe I'm 16 now. I might've saved like 4,500 bucks, quite a bit when you're 15 years old, right? Wow. And um, and I'm determined, I am not going to be like mom and dad. But then, but then the new Diablo 2 computer game came out and I needed a new computer. And at the time to buy a good computer was about 4,500 bucks. So I had all this money I had saved, I spent on this computer and I'm back at zero. I didn't think much of it at the time. Now I know that was a great lesson in programming of how we become, how we've been programmed. So anyways, fast forward, 
I graduate school, not sure what I'm going to do. I go to college for a couple semesters and drop out of college and that wasn't for me. Uh, and I ended up in a, um, electrical apprenticeship course is where I ended up. And then I got out of there. There's no work. I got her bridge construction. Now I have to tell you in bridge construction, I was at the time clearing about six grand a month. So I'm making about 10 K a month before tax when I'm, I guess at the time, probably 19 years old, but Simone, I had none of it. It would come in and then it would be gone. Mm -hmm. And again, didn't think a lot about it at the time. Fast forward a couple of years later, now I'm 21. I get into the business world and financial services specifically with insurance and investments and and an opportunity came up to start in that. The most important thing that happened for me was I got introduced to the world of personal development. The most important thing in the world of personal development was I got introduced to the way our mind works and how we can learn to create our reality and, and manifest, if you will. So I started on this journey and I was new into business, working really hard, long hours, seven days a week, and um, you know, trying trying to get myself successful, trying to make something of myself. Yeah. And no matter how hard I seemed to work, no matter how many appointments I seemed to do at any of the stuff, I was not getting the success. Hmm. And I wasn't making the money and I was struggling. And then fast forward. Three years later, I found myself at my very first personal development seminar. It's called the Millionaire Mind Intensive, T. Harvecker. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if they still do them, but uh, at the time they did. And my life changed in many ways. I met my wife, Tiffany, at that seminar. So, uh, of course, oh, I our love stories like that. <laughs> so, our, our, our life changed that way. And, um, but the puzzle pieces clicked for me. It was like I had been three years heavy into personal development, reading, studying everything, but I'm not getting results. And it was, it was an understanding of the way that our mind is programmed. And more importantly, what can we do to reprogram it for success? Mm -hmm. So what followed was several years of record after record of record, myself, personal bests of making new levels of income, new levels of success, and going on to, I think the, the year coming out of that seminar, I doubled my income, which wasn't a lot, but I think I made 60 grand. The year after that, 100,000, then 180, then a quarter million. And, and our life dramatically changed. Oh my gosh. I have chills. I love that. So that's how I got into this stuff was that's the long version of it. Right. But, you know, and I was been fascinated ever since then about the way that our mind works and fascinated as time progressed, fascinated more and more, not just with the way the mind worked, but how do you begin to turn an idea, something you have in your head into physical reality? And that's kind of what led me to where I am today and what I do in coaching and seminars and all of that. And yeah. I literally have chills up and down my spine <laughs> hearing your story. And it all started with with pumping gas. And that was yeah. like really your first big lesson. Yeah. You know, I've lived my life the last few years through creating my own reality and, and mm. manifesting. And it, it wasn't until recently that I realized I was actually doing that. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm so interested today to really dive deep on this subject because I know you're going to take it to a new level for me. And I'm excited mm. to learn from you. So mm. first of all, for our listeners and and for me, I, I'd love to know what does it mean to manifest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I think if you, I don't know what the literal definition. We probably have to look it up, but it would, to me, to manifest is something shows up. Mm -hmm. So, as an example, um, you know, we use the term in different ways in the medical world. They might use it. It would symptoms would manifest as this. So, in other mm -hmm. words, they would show up as this, right? Right. But in the context that you and I are talking, though, we're not talking that way. Mostly when people talk about manifest is that something showed up in my life experience. 
it wasn't there and, and now it's there. So they think, well, I manifested a new car. I didn't have this car, but now I have this car. I manifested a new job. I manifested a new partner, a new relationship or a new income level. I manifest a certain amount of money or a trip that we want. And so it's, you know, to me, I mean, to be able to manifest is to be able to take an idea, a mm. thought that's just a thought, but then to be able to turn it into my physical reality. Now, the thing is, is that we're all manifesting. A lot of the conversation around manifesting is that, you know, I manifested that, but the truth is you manifest the bad shit too. Yeah. It's I just... think that was the hardest <laughs> thing for me to realize is like, what? I manifested this experience that I'm not crazy about. Uh-huh. That about, right? right. So um, that's really interesting. Yeah. The, the thing about that is that when it comes to this, uh, we'll talk lots about deliberate manifestation. How do we manifest with mm -hmm. conscious intent, right? Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, nobody consciously creates something they don't want. This is where that wonderful and sometimes can be causing a lot of problems in our life, but the subconscious mind comes into play in terms of the things that are showing up in our life experience that mm -hmm. we'd rather not have. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so let's jump into how can we manifest more of what we want? The, mm -hmm. money, the relationships, the cars, mm -hmm. the trips, the, yep. the healthy body, the healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? Well, if you th the major paradigm that virtually all of us have is that if I said, Simone, how do you get successful? Or we were to ask a large group of people and we said, how do you get successful? I mean, we'd hear different answers. What, what do you think maybe one of the more common answers would be? Well, I, I'm sure a common answer would be, I need to work harder. I need to work more. Totally. hundred percent. Probably the most common answer, the most yeah. fundamental belief for anything we want in our life is I just yeah. need to work harder. I need to get more disciplined. I need to have more willpower. You know, I got to work out more, got to, you know, whatever it is, I've got to make more phone calls. I, you know, whatever it is, yes. you got to work harder. And, and so the, the thing about it is, is that most of us operate from a belief that in order for me to create success in my life, that the way I do it is if I take enough actions, then I will produce that result. Does that model work? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we could argue that, right? You know, if you work out enough and you discipline yourself in the right healthy choices, you're going to get a better body. There's no doubt. But there's an internal process that's going on as well that impacts the external. Hmm. So how do we manifest more of the things that we want in our life? I'll give you the real simple answer. And then we'll dive a bit deeper. But the simplest way to manifest more of what you want is spend more time thinking about the things that you want and spend less time thinking about the things that you don't want. Yeah. Life responds to our thoughts. Why? Quantum physics has taught us a lot, but the one of the most fundamental things that quantum physics has taught us in the last hundred years is that all of life is energy. The building blocks of the material world, so our physical body, the computer screen that I'm looking at and that you're looking at, the chair that you and I are sitting in, I mean, everything, the physical world, the material world, matter is nothing at the lowest level but energy. Mm. And so everything is energy. And energy operates on different laws. And without getting crazy into the quantum side of things, but one of the basis of energy is that things of a similar frequency or things that are vibrating on a similar level are drawn to each other. So when we think of the law of attraction, we think, well, like attracts like. Does this make sense so far? Oh, yeah. I'm following. I'm right there with you. So if, if everything's energy, there's nothing in existence that is not energy. 
Mm-hmm. And science is, you know, now they talk about the idea of the, the quantum field and the unified field, which is the, their greatest understanding they have the day, today. The latest understanding is that there's an invisible field of energy that everything's created from. Wow. And, and this is what they call the quantum field, the unified field. In religion, they would call it God or spirit or source or whatever you want to call it. That's fine. Um, but this is what science calls it today. Is this invisible field of energy that everything's created from. Well, if everything's energy, the car that you want, that's a form of energy too, right? It's nothing but a bunch of atoms and molecular structure. And at the base of it, it's energy. the money you want, the relationship you want, the person, the dream partner, the et cetera, it all exists. So what we have to do is when we understand how do I, or when we're asking the question, how do I manifest more of what I want? Energy has specific laws and rules that it operates on, but one is that it operates on frequency. Mm-hmm. And so we want to learn to get on the frequency of what we want. So money, money has an energy to it. Abundance has an energy to it. Struggle has an energy to it. There's a frequency that we're living on, that we're vibrating on. So the question is, how do I start to get more on the frequency of what I want? How do I start to vibrate at that level? That's right. a great question. So we know. basically, to sum that up, we need to raise our frequency in order to attract what we want. 100%. 100%. How do we raise our frequency? The quickest way to get on the frequency of what you want is to see yourself already there. Mm-hmm. That's the quickest way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if if we were to do an exercise right now, and um, everybody understands this, I'm going to explain it. But the thing about our mind is that your mind doesn't know the difference between what's vividly imagined and what it's actually experiencing in reality. So, you know, if we, imagined, let's say you wanted a new car. And we actually took some time and we got you to close your eyes and sit back and take some deep breaths. And we're putting you into this new car and you're imagined driving it and you can smell the new car smell and you know, you're feeling the speed, all that stuff. You could actually sense, as far as your mind's concerned, you were having this experience, even though you weren't physically in the car. Hmm. So what happened is, is you were picturing, visualizing, imagining yourself on this. And in that moment, you're putting yourself on the frequency of already having the car. So I'm, I'm getting a little all over the place here, but when it comes to creating reality, there's, I call them the four creation quadrants, but everything is created in four forms. So there's the, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and the physical. So there's the four quadrants that exist on four planes at once. So this new car that you want, number one, the car probably already exists. It's already been made. But you don't have it in your physical reality yet. Right. Yeah. Right. But the minute you start to mentally imagine it, you've got it mentally. Once you've created it mentally, it already exists in the invisible realm. It already exists in the spiritual realm. The minute you think it, the energetic possibility is already there. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like the word spiritual, you could say energy, the energetic realm. It's up to you, right? Um, but then the emotional one. So this is one of the major keys to manifest it. So I used to read my goals all the time. Anyone that's been into personal development, they've probably heard you should write your goals down, you know, read them out loud. Maybe you got a vision board. And those, yeah. those are wonderful tools. But the problem is, is that if all I do is I intellectually think about my goals, I intellectually think about it. Yeah, I want that thing, but I don't get emotionally involved. I'm not harnessing any of the power in creating. So our real creating power the real gift in our ability to imagine, but then 
to actually draw it into our life experience is our ability to get emotionally involved. In other words, how can I feel as if I already have that in my life? I think this is the missing piece for me. Mm. And this is how I was trying to manifest before I was doing the goals. I was writing the goals every Mm -hmm. single day, but I wasn't Mm -hmm. actually feeling them. I wasn't getting excited about them. Mm -hmm. I wasn't actually imagining my life with these things in them. Yeah. As soon as I started to make that shift and get excited and imagine it Mm. um, and feel the emotion of having it, that's when things really started to materialize for me at a quicker pace. For sure. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, feeling Bob Proctor was, I think, one of the greatest teachers of our time Mm -hmm. and certainly one of the greatest mentors of my life. And he would teach us ideas that feeling is the word that we developed as humans to describe the vibration we're in. Right. So as an example, you say, well, I'm feeling kind of bad today. I'm feeling kind of crappy today. I'm feeling kind of angry. We don't say, you know, I'm consciously aware that I'm in a bad vibration. Hmm. See, I'm, I'm feeling upset, but it's a low level vibration. It's a low level frequency. So to your point, yeah. Hey, if I've got the written goals, you know, I want this, I want X, I want that, but I'm not getting emotionally involved, starting to feel excited about it, starting to imagine what would it be like if, how would it feel if, then I'm not getting on the frequency of it. I've so, got it intellectually, but I don't have it emotionally. And so our everyday kind of, mission then should be to do things that make us feel good. 100%. And that will elevate our frequency. 100%. Yep. And I've also heard, you know, that the gratitude practice is Mm -hmm. such a powerful one because that allows you to, to get excited about what you have now. Yeah. And that will in itself raise your frequency as well. Is that right? Yeah, well, I mean, gratitude is a really positive emotion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know. So, but if if we simplify it a little bit, positive energy is going to attract more positive things in my life. Negative energy is going to attract more negative things in my life. So, what are some of the more empowering emotions? Well, gratitude is a great emotion to truly feel gratitude. Gratitude, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, many people probably you've done gratitude lists. But you're doing it because it's a chore, right? Yeah. Okay, I, I got to do my gratitude, That's so I'm supposed so, to do my gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, so and, true. We don't want to do that. We want to actually be finding things that we're truly, truly grateful for. Yeah, and how do we feel? I mean, often when you do really feel grateful, I'm holding the center of my chest for those that are just listening. But usually when you feel grateful, that's where you feel it, right? in Your heart center is where you would feel that. Mm-hmm. So it's a great exercise to practice. What am I grateful for? Absolutely. And to feel that. I just released a video uh, last week, I think, or this week, doesn't matter, on uh, a manifestation hack. And it's on YouTube. But the simple manifestation hack is to begin my affirmations, to begin my goal statements with thank you. Mm, I love that. And for me, what I love about that tool in particular is it kind of takes you out of the lack focus, because let's Mm. say there's that car that you have on your vision board and you're staring at it every day and it just hasn't come to fruition yet. 
Mm-hmm. You're, you're trying to get excited and, you know, raise your vibration and frequency mm-hmm. about this car that's coming, mm-hmm. but there's still this piece of you that's like, it's not here. It's not here. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lack piece and not abundance piece there and a, mm-hmm. a low level, low frequency emotion. And I think if, if, you know, you can get excited and grateful for the car that you have now, mm. you know, and okay, mm-hmm. this car like does get me from A to B. Mm-hmm. The future car is exciting. Yeah, yes. be next level. But right now I still have all these other things, um, you know, that are bringing me so much joy. I just feel like it, for me, that was a manifestation hack that got mm-hmm. me out of that lack mentality. Totally. That's yeah. really well said. Yeah. Okay, good. Really well said. It, um, as you brought up earlier, Simone, but we want to, one of the most important things every day is what are things that feel good? Yeah. Right. And being critical of anything in our lives never feels good. If we criticize, criticize our spouse, our children, our job, our business, our vehicle, whatever, anytime you're in criticism, I mean, you know, you've dropped into a low level vibration. Right. Um, and I used to have this illusion and delusion that if we were going to create big success in our lives, whatever that means to you, but if we we're going to create big success that we always had to be thinking about our goal, mm-hmm. you know, I'd read books on that. And sometimes even, you know, social media, stuff like that, you gotta be totally focused on your goal. And, and I learned that, well, that's not true. It's great to have goals. It's great to have things that we want. And I'm a big you know, fan of that stuff, teach it all the time. And you don't need to spend all your time thinking about it, or you're not going to get it. That's not how it works. The more time you can spend feeling good, Mm-hmm. The more time you can spend practicing loving your life today mm-hmm. and finding the good today, not just in the future, not just the things that I want, but what do I love today? What do I appreciate today? The more time we can spend in love and appreciation and gratitude and joy and excitement and fun and you're raising your vibe. Yeah. You know, we I just finished a seminar about a month ago, a month and a half ago um, called Vibe Higher. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part of part of my mission is to teach people to vibe higher. How do we get on a higher level frequency? I, How do you I build a life you love? Amazing. I it was love a lot that. of fun. Yeah. yeah. And I think something else that's that's really helped me along the way is um, not getting down when things don't turn out the way mm. that I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I'll give you an example. And, and for me, it's relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and so I got married not that long ago. And I thought that was definitely something that I manifested because I had put that, you know, all over my vision board and mm-hmm. something that I dreamed about. I was really excited about this, this family that I was creating mm-hmm. and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? I manifested this. How come it mm-hmm. didn't last? I thought I manifested it lasting for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stop that type of thinking and and started getting grateful um for the experience mm-hmm. and thinking there must be something better for me this happened mm-hmm. for a reason mm-hmm. um there must be something better for me and and in this past year of of being single i have found a greater love than i never expected mm-hmm. and that was actually a love for myself mm-hmm. and this relationship with myself and a level of self care that i Mm. Um, never dreamed of before. And so Mm. I'm actually grateful for that relationship not working out. Um, So I think, you know, if things don't work out the way that 
they're supposed to, I, I just believe, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but that the universe is like, knows our bigger plan. Mm. Um, and we are attracting, um, we're still attracting even when, you know, it doesn't work out for us, but there's, you know, a, a bigger thing that, that is there for us. hundred percent. Yeah. I've, I've, um, that's a great realization. It, uh, it really is, is life is when you think about clarifying your desires, what you want. So mm -hmm. it started with the loving relationship and whatever it was that you described, right. And, and that showed up, but then, you know, there was things that happened that you didn't want to. And often it's easy for us to fight or resist and think, well, it shouldn't be that way. It should have been this way, or how come this happened or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when these experiences happen, what we have to understand is that the universe, the divine, whatever you want to call it, it's working for us and through us all the time. And on our journey to becoming greater versions of ourselves, we're going to go through contrasting experiences. Mm -hmm. In other words, things that in the moment I may not want, mm -hmm. but the contrast is there so that you and I can develop greater clarity on what is it we want next. Yeah. So I remember um, I was uh, had started speaking and doing some consulting for companies and doing some workshops. And I had a uh, old coworker of mine reach out to me from about a decade ago. And she goes, Hey, I've been following, we hadn't stayed in touch, but she goes, I've been following you on social media. I see you do some speaking, just wondering, you know, I'm a manager at this company. Could you come in and do some training for our sales staff? And I said, yeah, what's it about? And it was like, you know, it was like developing great relationships or something like that. I said, yeah, sure. I could do that. And I've done a lot of that in my own career. And, um, and I go and do the workshop and I was excited about it because I had attracted out of the blue. Yeah, I, I didn't go anywhere. I manifest. I didn't go anywhere for. It. I didn't have to get out there and do it. I didn't call her. I mean, she reached out to me. You know, wow. I love when that stuff happens. That so. is so cool. I love that. So cool. So I do the workshop. They pay me, obviously, and but during the workshop, it was with like a group of people that were very, you know, just kind of negative, pessimistic, and it didn't seem to matter what we were teaching. It, we were having a hard time getting beyond the fact of their current circumstances. And anyways, we wrapped up the workshop and I learned, I thought I wouldn't do that again. Company asked me to do that style of workshop. I wouldn't do it. But it, in the contrast, I attracted the situation, which was what I wanted, mm -hmm. right? speaking engagements. But then through the contrast of it, I realized, okay, I don't want to speak to that style. This, and it gave me a clearer perspective on yeah. and I wanted to speak to higher level executive teams, entrepreneurs, coaches. And so it was a good example of, I drew it into my life. It was what I thought I wanted. Yes. It turned out to be, I wouldn't do that again, but yes. the contrast allowed me to create clarity. And that's the exact same thing in your own relationship yeah. is that at the time it's not working and you're thinking, man, why what's going on? But now through the contrast, I've got this whole new level of self-love that I would have never had. Totally. And also realizing as well, that that relationship was not serving me mm. and that I actually needed to do the work on myself and mm. Um, uh, create a healthier relationship with myself first so mm. that I am in a better position um, to be in, in a healthy relationship with someone else in the future. So it's not like I don't want that future relationship, but I knew that first of mm -hmm. all, the relationship with me was more important mm. and I was kind of forced to do the work.
Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm super grateful every single day I can tell you. And uh, I mean, a year ago, I didn't feel that right away, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. um, uh, I, it really changed things for me when I started to get grateful, even for the bad stuff. And I like how you said, this is contrast. Mm-hmm. This is like, how can we take this, learn from it? And then now change the future, mm-hmm. um, experience. Mm-hmm. based on that contrast. So uh, the last piece I wanted to ask you, Ben, I'm really mm-hmm. fascinated, fascinated about is um, the subconscious mind. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm fascinated by this. And, you know, it comes into play for our community as well with with clients, you know, working towards their goals. And mm-hmm. so I'd love to know, how does the subconscious mind come into play with with this stuff here? That is massive. I mean, I mean, we, we could do an entire day yeah. <laughs> on, on this. We need to do this again. <laughs> for sure. You know, our mind, if you think of our mind in the two basic ideas, both a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. And the best estimate today, what they tell us in neuroscience is that somewhere in the neighborhood of 93 to 97% of who you are is subconscious. So I'm going to call that 95 so 95% of who we are is subconscious. What, what's the difference between conscious and subconscious? Well, conscious means that I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I am consciously aware that I'm doing this, I'm thinking this, whatever. Subconscious means below the level of awareness. I'm not aware this is happening. Mm-hmm. So, our, so knowing that 95% of who we are is subconscious, well, the subconscious mind runs our life in a lot of ways. It keeps your heart beating keeps your liver flushing out toxins, your bloodstream flowing, et cetera. I mean, if we had to figure out how do I grow new skin? I mean, how would you and I ever know what to do? I mean, there's no way, right? So so the subconscious mind has this wonderful intelligence that gives us life and, and keeps us alive. And the subconscious mind also controls 95% of your thoughts, 95% of your feelings and emotions, 95% of your behaviors and your actions. Well, if you're creating any anything in your life, any results you want in your life, they're the byproduct of the way you think, feel, and act. Hmm. So in other words, the subconscious mind's also creating 95% of your results. So we have to really get curious. We got to get curious. Now, in some areas of our life, it's great, right? If you think about, you've got a, um, you know, maybe you, you're a great example of wonderful health and fitness. Well, I know, hmm. I know that you've got great programs that you developed over time mm-hmm. in the areas of health and fitness. So there was a time in your life where it took a lot more mental effort, a lot more conscious effort. Whereas today, less and less of that's required. You don't have to try really hard to make great choices when it comes to the way that you're eating and exercising. Things. It's part of who you are. It's part of a subconscious program. So check this out. By the time we're 35, this is where 95% of who we are is formed. By the time that we're 35. Insane. That's insane. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, here's the great news. The subconscious mind, the great news is, is that it's 100% programmable. So it became programmed. So we are who we are today based on our life experiences, based on the thoughts, the decisions, the emotions, the memories, mm-hmm. all of that. Kind of, that shaped us into who we are today. And so much of this happened on an unconscious level. Now, a lot of people think, well, crap, what do I do? I mean, my life's not working. I'm, you know, I'm struggling with money all the time. I'm struggling with health all the time. I'm struggling with relationships. Anywhere there's an issue, not an issue, but anywhere where we're facing a challenge or a struggle in any kind of result, we know there's something going on on the inside in the subconscious that's causing that. So there's a belief, there's a perception, there's a memory, there's something in there that's causing us 
to both act on and attract those circumstances to keep recreating those results. Mm -hmm. But the subconscious can be reprogrammed. So it was programmed, yes, and it can be reprogrammed. And the way we reprogram it is with the conscious mind. So although the conscious mind represents a small percentage of who we are, we have the most amazing gifts as human beings to have this great conscious mind. You have the ability, we talked briefly about it earlier, but you can imagine a new circumstance. Mm -hmm. and, keep, and remember, the mind doesn't know the difference between what's vividly imagined and what it's experiencing. So in other words, let's use money. Somebody's struggling with money right now. Their physical reality says life's hard. I'm struggling with money. It's not enough. But you can, at any point in time, you have the ability to imagine, to consciously imagine having more than enough, to living an abundant life, to what I would be doing if I was making 20, 30, 40, 50,000 a month, 100,000, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. We have the ability to imagine. We have the ability consciously to change our perception, right? You could go through a divorce and a breakup and think, ah, men are all jerks, partners, you know, it's a waste of time. There's no point. But we can shift our perception yeah. on that. And because we have the ability to imagine, because we have the ability to change our perception, because we have the ability to think, all these things allow us consciously to, over time, if we set up the right routines, the right rituals, that we can reprogram the subconscious mind for whatever we want. Mm -hmm. you, you can reprogram it for health. You can reprogram it for wealth. You can reprogram it for happiness. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's malleable. Wow. And it, it's like a garden, the most fertile garden that exists. Whatever we plant is going to grow. If I keep telling myself that I can never be happy, I can never be healthy, I'll never have enough money. All I'm doing is I'm continuing to fertilize and nurture the wrong plants, the plants that I don't want. Mm -hmm. And so the subconscious mind just says, okay, here you go. Boom. I'll, I'll grow that for you. But as I begin to think new thoughts, feel in new ways, act in new ways, I begin to plant new seeds. And, you know, you give the seed the right environment, you, know, you give it water, you give it sunlight, you take care of it, it's going to grow. Mm. So I think one of the things that we could all do is, is get really curious about what those beliefs are mm. and then start thinking about, well, who, who do we want to be? Yes. How can we reinvent ourselves? Yes. What does your life look like a year from now? Yes. Your health look like? What does your relationships look like? What is, and you know, I feel like in a year, a lot can change. So like a year is a believable amount of time for me. Mm -hmm. And so I, and I just had a birthday and that's typically mm -hmm. what I do around my birthday is like, okay, what happened this last year that <laughs> didn't serve me? Mm -hmm. And also now next year, this time, where do I want to be? Mm. What does this look like? Who's the woman mm. that I'm becoming? How am I showing up for myself, for my daughter, for the world? Um, and how can I reinvent myself? And I feel like now I've reinvented myself twice. I literally mm. don't recognize the woman that I was a, a, a few years ago, mm. even, even a couple of years ago. Wow. And I think it's, it's through the stuff that you're talking about, but I love, you know, I didn't actually know that that's what it was until now. And I just love putting this into words. So our subconscious mind is, is kind of a key player here when it comes to manifesting. Oh, for sure it is. I yeah. mean, yeah. And what you did, Simone, was you took conscious control in the act of asking these great questions. Who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. You know, my, my three favorite questions in the world are what do I want? Who do I want to be? How do I want to live? Mm-hmm. 
And they're easy questions to ask. They're harder ones to answer because you actually have to stop and think. Hmm. You actually have to take time. And, and it's much easier to get distracted by our phones. It's That's true. Much yeah. easier to turn on Netflix. It's much easier to go do the task yeah. around the house to do the things we've always done, but to yeah. actually take the time like you have and think about who do I want to be? Yeah. So it's powerful. It's powerful. What I'd love to do just to end here and just sure. one minute. Yeah. What is one thing that we could leave our listeners with, like something they could manifest quickly mm. and easily? in the next 24 hours, a week, a couple of weeks, like something they could think about, get excited about, um, and actually like bring into their life easily so that we can kind of prove that this stuff actually works. Do you have ideas around this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're new to this stuff, yeah. all, everything, everything works on belief, right? So if we're new to it, if I've never really worked with the law much, then, you know, you can start really small, right? It could be as simple as uh, like, I want a, a great parking space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're that's going somewhere. Mine. That's yeah, mine. Yeah. That's a great one, right? It's, it's you know, it's not that hard to believe that that could happen for you. Um, you know, it could be somebody buying you a cup of coffee, something like that. I mean, it could be mm-hmm. as simple as that. So I'll give you a quick example. I was, um, where was I? I was in San Diego, I think. San Diego, maybe. Doesn't matter. And uh, I'm out for a walk. And I, I was, I always ask the universe for signs, simple signs, right? Because mm-hmm. I love when signs happen. And, and I can't, I, I think I, I say, Hey, just show me some abundance today. You know? And I remember going to this, I walked for whatever, 20 minutes and found the spot that was selling coffee on the dock. I wasn't asking for coffee. I was just asking for abundance. And so I go to get the coffee, order the coffee, go to pay, but the machine's not working. And I didn't have cash on have my cards. So these machines not working. So say, oh, you know what? You can just have it. And it was a great example of a sign, you know? So you could try a specific result. Somebody getting you a cup of, you know, somebody giving you a cup of coffee the next week, getting in the parking space. You want to find five bucks on that. I mean, you can try stuff like that. You could pick a general area, you know, get send me an opportunity for my business. Send me mm-hmm. right something, you know, maybe it's a conversation you end up having. I mean, there's you can choose whatever you want, but throw it out there and give yeah. clear. Yeah, there's a great book. It's by Pam Grout on um, this idea of connecting with the field, connecting with this invisible field of energy. She calls it the uh, infinite field of possibilities or something like that, but giving it commands on how you want to see this in your life and then experiment with it. I wish I could remember the name right now. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It's all good. Yeah. But experiment with it. Yeah. Yeah. I like the experimenting piece. And I I have to tell you the parking thing, Mm -hmm. that's mine. And my friends can never understand it. They're like, you always find rockstar parking or free parking. Totally. And, and, but every time I do it, I thank the universe. Nice. Every time I get that parking spot that is stellar, I'm like, thank mm. you, thank you, thank you. I know this is you. I know this is mm. your conspiring. And it's so funny, just the other day, um, I was making a left turn into the street where I knew there was free parking. And this mm. is in Yaletown where like you cannot get free parking. There's maybe four spots that are mm. free. Mm-hmm. It's just by the school. And I've told everyone where to go. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> as I'm turning left, and, um, and I saw, um, you know, th- there was all these spots that were taken. I was like, ah, oh, my spot's not there. It's not there. Um, but I'm, I'm about to turn left and the, the light, um, changes. So I have to stay. And mm-hmm. then, um, I, I inch forward a little bit and then there's all these cars that are coming. And so now I'm, I'm waiting behind this light and I can't make this left turn for five minutes. 
Mm-hmm. And then finally, I go to make that left turn and I cruise, I cruise up to the parking area and mm-hmm. sure enough, someone leaves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this stuff really, that... really works. And so, oh, yeah. yeah, I think if you guys want to test this, I really want to encourage you to do that and then reach out to me if you have some success. You, I know you will have success. You just got to believe that it's mm. going to happen. And immediately I got really excited and I was like, thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. This, this is happening for me. Um, but Ben, I just want to say thank you so much. I love this conversation. I feel like we really went deep today and I mm. feel like I have a better understanding around um, the law of attraction and frequency and really like we manifest everything Mm -hmm. so let's get clear on exactly what we want to manifest use those contrasting Mm -hmm. experiences to um, get clearer about Mm -hmm. that future that we want to create and also get curious about our subconscious mind as well Mm. and um, make sure that there's no limiting beliefs in there Mm. Um, I, I, I promise you there is we all have them yeah <laughs> to, to work through them right to become aware them. and work through them work yeah. through them that's the best thing <laughs> that we can do and and I definitely would love to have you back and um and and keep going because this is like a massive conversation I think we could do could do you know one every month so yeah, we could yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much Ben and um uh I really appreciate this conversation you bet thanks for having me Simone Want more? Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at Simone and Lovell, where I share daily lifestyle tips, recipes, workouts, and stuff that is going to make life a little more awesome.